Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. I got Steven on again. Like Steven Hello. is the, by far the most recurring person on this podcast by now. Um, I think there's what, six or seven weeks in a row if, and then six and seven yeah, total I, podcasts. I think we've done eight episodes, haven't we? Yes, I don't I, I don't know what the number is, but it uh, it definitely is the most consistent person that I've ever had. So thank you. Thanks, Stephen, for always being willing, bro. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for letting me do it. It's one of my favorite things I do. So cool. Well, today we're gonna to be talking about just kind of the basic for for the for the fan that doesn't watch basketball close enough. We're just doing a quick summation of where everything stands right now. I don't think we're going to go too heavy into like, we'll talk about the trade deadline. We'll talk about how everybody is doing, but for the most part, it's just going to be pretty surface level who who's doing really well. And then who's doing surprisingly either well or bad. But first I just want to say, does it seem like there are way more injuries this season than normal? Or is this pretty like of stars? I should say. Uh, it does. But, uh, oh, it, less injuries. Is that what you're more injuries this year? Oh, no, uh, it, it definitely feels like there's more injuries. Well, because we got LeBron and AD out, and then you have KD. Harden just had his injury. Irving misses on occasion. It, it's probably because the two most important teams have so many people <laughs> injured, like the teams that I yeah. really care about. Because I couldn't tell you, I guess Clay's been out the entire season for Golden State and there, and, yeah. and then Steph got injured, and they've been abysmal over the last couple of weeks. Like, it's insane how much the NBA has changed in like just the last, when did we start doing this? So if it's been eight weeks since yeah. over the last two months, the the number of changes that have, have gone on, like Atlanta is thriving again. Uh-huh. That's great. They traded Rondo away, and they seem to be performing a lot better. They also fired Lloyd Pierce. Got rid of got rid of that coach, which uh, it is what it is. It's kind of hopefully this doesn't come across bad, but man, as far as like diversity goes for coaching hires, like if you if you want more diversity, you got to stop firing. <laughs> you got to stop firing. You got to start firing white people, and uh, I not think I firing think people should, of color. I think there should just be the best coaches, but obviously, yeah, don't be a dick and not hire somebody because of their color or whatever, or fire them because of their color. But yeah, like, you know, I think it should just be like the best coaches are who, who should get hired. You know what I mean? Yeah. How have you been feeling like as a whole, how the, the NBA season's kind of, Oh, that's the other person. LaMelo got injured. So like the Charlotte Hornets are, they're still doing pretty well, but uh, on a little they bit of a skin. So they lost LaMelo. Like the Boston Celtics have been horrendous. Like it's just kind of crazy. This, this year has been really weird. New York was on fire when they started and then they're gone. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Steven's prediction of the magic making the playoffs seems unlikely since they sold their entire team <laughs> via trade. Yeah, when Markel Fultz went down, I just went, eh. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was Markel Fultz going down, not them losing Vucevic. <laughs> Vucevic, Aaron. I mean, they weren't doing well before that, but Vucevic, Gordon, and then Fournier going to the Celtics. Well, and- but at the very beginning of the season, they won their first three in a row. You know, it was looking good for them. <laughs> if that's all it takes is to win three games in a row, then every team should potentially, almost every team should make the playoffs. I think everyone gets a nice little three-game Except for maybe the Pistons, who are no, also an abomination. 
I, I believe they went three and on their first three games. I was all excited. And I know it's a marathon, not a sprint, but like, I was just excited. I thought they had a lot of talent with Fultz and Gordon and Vucevic. And now I don't think they have any of those players. So it's honestly been like such a weird, I, I mean, I, I hate to be redundant and just say, I would have never, if you would have told me, who will the top four teams be with 20 games left in the season? I would not have guessed the Utah Jazz. In yeah, the West, I the Utah have Jazz, Utah. the Phoenix Suns. I would have guessed the Clippers and maybe would have guessed the Nuggets. But Utah and Phoenix being at spots one and two is just so delightfully surprising. Yeah, I would have guessed. I would have guessed uh, uh, probably Lakers. Um, and then, uh, Phoenix, I would have had it as a playoff team, but maybe not like as high up as they are. Um, and, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe the Clippers, you know, I think that just goes for specifically with the Phoenix Suns, just how great Chris Paul is. Yeah. I mean, all they really did, I mean, he's a big pickup, but, like, they didn't really change their team that much, you know? And they've been playing amazing. The uh, the record says it all, and he's been playing really well, too. How old is he? He is. He's got to be, like, a billion. He's in his 30s. I know he's a little bit older than me. 35. 35, yeah. And he'll be 36 a month from today. Yeah. Chris Paul has been one of the best players in the league for over a decade. I hope he wins a title. I I don't like him. He see, everyone that has played with him seems to say he's not a yeah. great teammate or whatever. He's not likable, but he's a great player. But for some reason his team has he ever not made the that's a good question to ask. Has he ever not made he, the playoffs? He has when he got hurt. That's yeah. So that doesn't count then, right? I don't. I don't necessarily count. Yeah, that. Like, I don't so for, count that. So I when LeBron got injured two years ago, I don't. I don't feel like that was on him. Yeah. No, if he wouldn't have gotten injured, the Lakers definitely would have made the playoffs. I have no doubt. Yeah, they probably would have been like an eight, seven, eight type seed with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. This is insane. He's just. Good for Chris Paul. And so that makes me happy. But hey, the Lakers got Drummond. Do you think that matters? Yes. I think Drummond is one of the best players in the league. I guess a better question would be how much do you think that matters? Because obviously, if it matters like one out of 10, it makes them a contender once they get Lakers, once they get uh, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis back, they're going to be scary. But wait a they second, weren't they contenders before? <laughs> like they got yes, injured. That's why it's gonna be scary when those two guys get back and they have Drummond. Like, you know, obviously there were contenders before, but like they're even they're an even scarier team now. Do you so do you think that was the best buyout free agency signing? Yes, definitely. So not Lamarcus or Blake going to the no. Nets? No. No, Drummond is still one of the best players in the league. I'm just curious. 
this is something that Bill Simmons says like regularly, but what has Andre Drummond ever done? Like well, in terms of team success? Well, I think he's made the playoffs once or twice, but uh, hasn't really uh, been able to do that much in the playoffs. Uh, but he's kind of been the man on his teams and on the Lakers, he doesn't have to be. So he, but he, the guy puts up numbers and I can't ignore that, you know? Yeah. Um, His rebounding numbers are pretty, are pretty insane. Pretty crazy. I did a fantasy basketball lineup and I put it up head to head against 11 different other people's lineups and Drummond saved my ass basically. And I won the whole thing. Do you, is that mostly because of the number of rebounds he gets? And he's pretty efficient well, yeah. from the field. Uh, he got like 24 rebounds in that game. So, uh, I mean, It was just one game that you played him that he saved you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he's made, the, he's made the playoffs twice. 2015, 2016, and then 2018, 2019. Both times right. his team was swept in four games. I believe right. one of those years it was the Cavs. I think it's because he was the best player on the team. If Drummond is your best player, I don't think you're going to do very much. But if he's like second or third best, you can do something, you know? Oh, man. But his his free throw numbers are horrendous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the guy's uh, one of the best rebounders has ever played the game. I'll tell you what. Hopefully we'll see, we'll see what happens, but this is becoming like a growing frustration of mine as someone who's just really, really good at one thing. His po- his average points aren't terrible. Like he's averaging consistently over the last seven years, 17 points a game, if not higher. Yeah, than that. that's not bad. That's not bad. But I don't, man, this is surprising too. His field goal percentage is far worse than I thought it was. Right. Well, he's going to get a lot of really good shots playing with uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis. I sure hope so. He better be start shooting better than 47% like he is for the season. Holy crap. 48%. Well, what I would do is he's not allowed to shoot jumpers anymore. He's shooting like, jumpers? Why is he shooting jumpers? Who, whose idea well, is that? I think it's because he is... I'm, I think he's just been asked to do... Has been asked to do a lot in the past. So he's been asked to to take on the scoring load because he's probably the best player on his team. But, but you know, so they need him to take shot. You know what I mean? But, but um, I think playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis and all the people that they have on that team, uh, Drummond is not going to have to really worry about scoring that much. You know? Yeah. He... I sure hope so. Like I, I really do hope that is the case because I. Because then just, he can just get 15, 20 rebounds a game, and I, uh, I hope that's the case because obviously I want the Lakers to win the championship. Okay. Yeah. So I just want. I just, I just want him to win again. And it just seems like, I don't know. It sucks when injuries and injuries always happen, right? Like no matter what yeah, injuries always happen, but this year seems so I've been watching basketball and it just hasn't been as fun. I don't know what yeah, it is. Like I, I don't enjoy watching the games. There's a lot of blowouts. 
Yeah. I I still enjoy it and it's one of the the good things that is still the, happening uh even though covid is going on, you know. Um so I appreciate that there is basketball, but it's not as good as um you know uh pre-covid. That's all I'm saying. It's, I don't know if it's also because the game has changed and people just need to adapt and start playing defense again, but it's just been annoying watching people jack up three. Like I, I never thought that I would, I would get to this point where I'm just like, maybe you want to know why the older, the older NBA players are kind of right. Like there's, I, I, I think part of it too, is I watched the UCLA Gonzaga game on Saturday and then I watched the championship yesterday and uh, uh-huh. the championship game was boring, but the UCLA Gonzaga game, we're just like, this is so, this is so fun to watch people playing team basketball, no yeah. hero ball, people moving. Uh, Gonzaga is so fast. Like their fast breaks, unreal. And then UCLA similar. Um, they just get on the break and go and just making the right passes and stupid stuff here and there. Like, I know how dumb this sounds, but I don't feel like the NBA has that great of a product right now. They have some super awesome stars and everything, but yeah, great. We have Bradley Beal. We got Bradley Beal as the, this shouldn't happen. I don't know why this frustrates me, but our points per game leader is Bradley Beal on the terrible Washington Wizards. Yeah. F Curry is number three on his horrible team. And, And granted, I know there's things that have happened this year to make the Warriors not be as great, but this has been hey, Bradley Beal is a player though, man. Bradley Beal can play. What do you mean by that? I think every, anyone in the NBA can play. No, no. What I mean by is compared to his peers, he is exceptional among the other NBA players. He's one of the best players in the league. Get to the playoffs, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying the guy can put the ball in the basket. He can defend multiple positions. He can handle it. He's one of the best shooters in the league. I mean, I know he's on a terrible team and he, you know, just puts up a lot of points and they still lose. But like that used to be Kyrie Irving, you know? Ky- oh, like on the Cavs? Yeah, before LeBron showed up. So all Bradley Beal needs, needs is a LeBron James type to come help him out. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think Bradley Beal is a great talent. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, and um, I think sometimes organizations are just pretty terrible. Just based, you can see if if the best a team is doing with superstars. So they had Bradley Beal and John Wall for a hot minute there, and then they also had like in the 2000s, like Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, uh, for, Gilbert Arenas is like the only one that was pretty significantly Larry Hughes. good. Well, mediocrity is all I think of when I think of their team. And I don't, I don't even know why I'm talking about the, the wizards really, but it just seems like, and of course they had Jordan, but you know, past his prime, but yeah, well, Jordan for, for, for a couple seasons there, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to be like too Debbie Downer or negative, but this season hasn't been fun. There is nothing like, there are very few things that I'm excited about. Pretty. I was pretty excited about like the rookie class and then, they all started to either get tired or hurt. And so that's been like kind of a letdown. I was like, oh, the future of the NBA is, is so bright. And I still think that it is so bright. Yeah. But it, it's just been, I don't know. 
sad seeing Steph be on like a terrible team. And I think that kind of proves the point that everyone that LeBron has been saying is just like, yeah, let's see Steph do it by himself. Turns out Steph can't carry a team by himself. Uh, And like, to be fair to like, to be fair, like LeBron did have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, but that year that they made the championship, it was LeBron and who I never thought that I would be a, an apologist for LeBron James that year that they made it without Kyrie, they played just fine. And all he had was really Kevin love that year. So, yeah, yeah, he had, I mean, he had some other players, but you know, losing Kyrie was definitely, you know, a blow. Um, He, he, uh, he still, I think beat a better warriors team uh, with, a Cavs team that I don't think was as good in 2015, 16, and he won. So wait, the year that he had Kyrie and Kevin Love. Yes, I don't think his team was as good as the Warriors were. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I agree with. That. I see what you're saying. I thought you. Yeah, I thought you meant that that team was worse than the next couple of years of the Cavs. I'm like, nope. It was definitely that last year he was on the Cavs. That was the worst. Cavs no, team no, 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 no. I was, yeah, I was saying, I was trying to give LeBron props, saying I think he beat a better team and he didn't have as good a guys. I think what's kind of sad, the realization that I'm coming to now is the amount of wasted time. Like, I get, well, I guess in sports it's fun to like root against people, right? So you need to have yeah. like that villain. But I feel so bad now that LeBron James is what, like 35 as well, 30, 34. Yeah. That I did not appreciate it while we had him. And we probably won't have him for very much longer. Uh, maybe another five, six seasons. But well, maybe like not fantastic. even that, dude. Maybe th- like I'm thinking like three and that's it. After this season? Yeah. Interesting. Why? Because he's. He's getting older. Not that he couldn't play till he's like 40 and still be good because he's just that good. But like, I, I just think he's going to finish out his Laker contract and retire. Interesting. Just other, other things that he wants to work on. I I always felt like he was such a competitor. He'd just want to keep going for as long as he could just to show that he could. Well, I mean, look at Michael Jordan. He uh, he could he he had a lot left in the tank the first time he, uh, well, the second time he retired. Well, uh, but that's that's that would be if like Genie Bus was being a total dick to LeBron James. You know, yeah. like I think Jerry, I think Jerry Krause, who's the dumbest. What's crazy is. He, he's the one who created that entire team. Like he got Scottie Pippen. He got, I don't think he got Michael Jordan. I believe that was someone right before him. He did get Michael Jordan. All right. So he put together a really, really great team, but what a dumb, I never watching the last dance. I didn't get it. I didn't understand how someone could have so much pride to say, yeah, Phil's not coming back. You know how we just won six championships in eight years with Phil Jackson. Part of why messed the whole thing up is that I watched a whole I watched this uh little documentary they did about the Kraus Bulls years and um they uh talked about the decline of that Bulls team and Kraus uh 
Kraus has an ego, basically. And what he didn't like that he felt he didn't get uh, enough shine, enough recognition for his part in the Bulls' success. So, which is so dumb. And then, yeah, I, I know that we've discussed this before. Anyways, all of that to say, I could understand LeBron wanting to leave if he had like a Jerry Krause type that he was dealing with, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, so sad. it sucks when you lose generational talents. Cause like, who's the next Kevin Durant? He's got a couple more years of being the best. Well, who's, who's I mean, our next Kevin great Durant, champion. Kevin Durant's really good, but I think the next guy in line is Luka Doncic. I hope so. I think the next guy in line is him. I do do he, the Mavs just suck? No. Um, the Mavs don't suck. Um, and uh, they haven't done as well this year, but they don't suck. Um, they're, they're a really good team. I think they have one of the best uh, benches uh, in the league. Um, their bench is, uh, is really good, I think. And, of course, they have Luka Doncic and they have Kristaps Porzingis. And they have one of the best coaches in the league in um, Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. So um, I, love, I love Dallas. When they're playing well, which is most of the time, you know, um, they're really fun to watch. Um, I expect Luka to win more than one championship in his career. And um, I love uh, what the their how quickly they've turned around since they got Luka Doncic, who should have been number one overall in the draft he went in. By the way, how quickly they turned around? Yeah, I love how quickly they turned around. Were they like really bad? Well, they weren't a playoff team, and then. And then he came in, and then within, like, one season, it took him one season to, like, figure things out. And then they became a playoff team. Oh, because that would probably be how they were able to draft him that year. Because 2017, 2018, yeah, 24 and 58. And then Dirk's last year was the year after that. Right. Oh, yeah, they had two bad years in a row that they didn't make the playoffs. Right, too. Okay. But I love that Luca came in there and basically saved the day. You and know? basically got him to seventh place in the Western Conference. <laughs> which is which is impressive. He's never he never made the playoffs, you know. Well, he didn't he make the playoffs made, his first year, right? Yeah, he didn't make the playoffs his first year. And then they have Chris Stops. And I also don't think Chris Stops played that first year. So that's probably why they did so bad. And then Chris no, Stops played didn't. I, last year I and they made think, it. I don't think he did either. Um, yeah, I really don't think he did. But it's, I don't know. Like, uh, that's what I, when I say suck, I, I mean in the sense of I don't see, I don't see you being relevant past June. Or past May in a traditional season. Oh, past May, yeah. So, basically, what's the point? What's relevant. the point? 
What's the point of not making it into May? Like if you lose in the first round, like regularly, who cares? Mm-hmm. But um, there is something to be said for a team that consistently makes the playoffs. But like, um, uh, so you don't think anybody's relevant unless they are a championship contender. I do believe that people are like, if you're not, in some type of contention for something you are like at the best you're, how'd you say it? you're like a, uh, you're like Lynn sanity. <laughs> it's like, congratulations yeah. on having a cool short period of, of success and not going anywhere past that. Uh, I don't know. Like, but then you essentially, I'm trying to think of like other teams who are just like, yeah, that like the Kings made it to the Western conference final. So I can't even say that they were mediocre. Like that was a really, really, those were great yeah. teams back then. But yeah, I, I, if you're not contending for a championship, it's like, I guess if, if you're a fan of that franchise, it's, they're relevant to you. Cause I don't know. There's just so many mediocre teams right now. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, like Atlanta, not that excited about Miami this year. I don't know what, the, I know that what's his name was injured, but what the hell's going on with them? Charlotte was exciting with LaMelo. Boston has been a catastrophe. New York was great. And then Taylor uh, petered off. Indiana is classic Indiana. <laughs> Chicago's not that good. Toronto, like all of these teams, I'm not like super stoked on. I can't get behind like Portland. Portland's still fun to watch. They have injuries. Like if you have injuries, I'm a little more prone to being like giving you the benefit of the doubt. So LA. Yeah. LA, Portland, kind of Golden State. Like what's up with New Orleans? What's going on with New Orleans? Like, do they just need to just fire, just fire Stan Van Gundy? Like I'm, I'm sick and tired of, uh, sick and tired of a great talent being wasted. Like Zion's playing amazing this year. Stan's a good coach. I think Stan Van Gundy is a good coach. Then why is his team doing so terribly? Well, because, uh, Coaches don't play the game. I mean, uh, there's, there's. <laughs> well, wait, time out, time out. Then it, uh, using that as a, as like a, an argument, Stephen, is to say, well, we should never fire. We should never fire coaches. <laughs> never- no, no, they should be held accountable. But I'm, I'm just saying, Stan Van Gundy's track record is really good. So, when. When they would, almost, when the Heat almost won the championship and Pat Riley took over, that's the only thing. No, I can think, when think of. when he led them, uh, obviously he had Dwight in his prime, but he he took the Dwight magic. Howard and Turkaloo and Richard Lewis and those guys. Uh, he took the Magic to the finals, and I think they played as well as they could have played. You know, who'd they beat that year? Like in the uh, Eastern Conference. The, yeah. In the Eastern Conference. Uh well, they beat uh they beat a Kevin Garnett list um Boston team and and uh and they beat um who all they beat? Gosh dang it, I can't think who all they beat, but they beat uh they beat the the Cavs that year too when they when the Cavs still had LeBron. I remember a shot in that series that LeBron took 
where uh, it was the Eastern Cleveland Conference was down. Yeah, Cleveland was down four points, and uh, uh, they had the ball. And I remember telling my family they're going to go for three, and LeBron's taking this shot, right? And and they did exactly what I said they were going to do. They passed it into Mo Williams, I think. And then, uh, and then swung it over to LeBron, and he made a three. It was like really cool. They lost the game, but like I thought it was really cool how hard they fought. You know? Yeah, that's really all that he has going for him. Though looking over his career, is that Magic team that lost four one to the Lakers benefited from some injury. That's so funny. Yeah. It's it's really is true. Like when you go back and look at all of the contextual pieces of things, what went into a season essentially, it changes my opinion on <laughs> changes my opinion on so many things. Like, oh yeah, not that great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that Stan Van Gundy has a winning record as a coach, if I remember right. Though, I don't know. I think he does. But once again, very low, very low bar of entry. <laughs> like, yep, just as long as you're above 500. <laughs> well, I, I, I think he's done well as a coach is all I'm saying. Yep. He is 545 and 411, 50, uh, 57%. Yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty darn good. Um, uh, so but I, I was just trying to – but Stan Van Gundy um, is a pretty good coach, I think, uh, as, in, as NBA coaches go, you know. Um, but uh, I guess there's a lot of coaches I like in the NBA, you know. Man, it is so crazy how, how bad – not bad, but how – Steve Kerr's winning. I I was looking at winning percentage because like maybe I am being unfair to Stan after going after doing amazing in his first four seasons, uh, kind of the first five seasons. Just the last two seasons have taken his winning percentage to sixty eight percent. So maybe he's not that great of a coach. <laughs> Who Stan? Steve, Steve Kerr. <laughs> oh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has been. A little bit unlucky in the past couple seasons, you know? but you could also say was quite lucky in his first five. Oh heck yeah, he uh, was really lucky before. Do you ever think like Mark Jackson just stews over that regularly? Like I was one year away, one year yeah, away from well, from taking I my think, team. I think part of the reason why. Uh, I think part of the reason why Golden State got over the hump is actually because uh, Steve Kerr was hired and Mark Jackson was fired. But it's not because I think Mark Jackson was a bad coach. Um, he turned them into one of the best defensive teams in the league, and he made them a playoff team. Like when he got there, they weren't a playoff team and he 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 made them into a playoff team that was one of the best defensive teams in the league and then steve kerr took over so apparently uh 
um, Mark Jackson had uh, like issues with the front office, you know? Yeah. So, but the, the, the way I heard it, like he's the kind of coach players will play hard for him, you know? So Steve, what are you looking forward to in the, I know we're past the halfway point of the season, but what are you looking forward to as the NBA season starts to wrap up as far as changes that have happened or teams or storylines? Um, well, uh, I'm kind of curious. Uh, I'm curious what happens with Andre Drummond being on the Lakers. I'm curious about Aaron Gordon on Denver. Um, I think that is a great pickup for Denver, them getting Aaron Gordon. I think he makes them a lot better. Um, uh, and I love how Portland has been playing. So, um, Portland without, still without CJ. Yeah. Um, and they're still winning, you know, dude, that's the, if, that that's a team that I am very I do enjoy watching still. The Blazers are so good. Damian Lillard oh, is yeah. so good. Oh so, yeah. Like, I love watching I love watching Portland play. Underrated good. Like the, he's doing what like this is gonna probably come across as blasphemy, but he is doing what Steph Curry can't do. Helping like he has had terrible injury luck every single year. Like um uh, not Jokic, Nurkic, Nurkic getting injured, yeah. CJ getting injured, he, he himself getting injured at times. Yet they're always yeah. there, knocking on the door, ready to go to the playoffs. Yeah, um, I, I, Dame is a guy that I root for. Damian Lillard is definitely a guy I root for. Um, and uh, I, do, I don't think that he's better than Steph but he's not that much like Steph's not that much better than him. I think so. I don't know. Like I'd have to look at stats because Damian Lillard's part playing with over his career has played with significantly worse talent than Steph Curry has. And I almost feel like we're seeing that with Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant's a really good example of this. Kevin Durant has never been able to do anything by himself. He's won championships and he's been come up clutch in games. Don't get me wrong, but he has not achieved anything with, with those, <laughs> with like mediocrity surrounding him. And so I, the reason that I just put Dame on that pedestal is because he is doing that. Like he is playing yeah. at such an amazing level that and he has never left for greener pastures either you know he is always he, and i believe he's had the opportunity uh they're 30 and 19 that's so good yeah they're, they're 11 games above 500 yeah and like portland hey man uh portland is doing really good this year i consider them a contender I would love for them to win the championship. Like if the Lakers can't, I want them to, I know that's not going to happen, but I would love for that to happen. Yeah. Um, I think Damian Lillard should be league MVP. Um, Ooh, I like that take. And, and I didn't think that at first, but based on Damian Lillard's performance this year, 
and how good the Blazers have done. Um, and when you factor everything that happened in, the Nurkic being hurt, C.J. McCollum being hurt, and Dame basically having to carry that team, like, he should get league MVP this year. I think it'll be crazy if anybody else does. Because who who has it right now? I know people have been saying like Harden, Giannis. Giannis won't get it because of for some reason people don't want to give MVPs to people who don't win in the playoffs, even though he's playing really well this season. Jokic, I think, is the other one I've heard a few times. Well, Giannis has won two league MVPs though. He just why can't he win a third? Um well. I mean, it is a regular season award, so if if he does well enough in the regular season, he should uh, be one of the candidates at least. I mean, like the, with everyone getting injured, and I know that like that's for that's also like a weird thing. Like if you don't play a certain amount of games, you can't you can't win because I still think Lamelo Ball should get Rookie of the Year. He was the best rookie in the time that he was playing. He got injured. Halliburton's good. Wiseman's okay. Right, What's his name? The guy on Minnesota is just on a really crappy team, so congratulations on getting good stats on a bad team. Yeah. Uh, I think LaMelo should get Rookie of the Year, too. Um, there was somebody that I thought should get most improved, and, and I can't think uh, who that player was, but I was really impressed with him. Um, but uh anyway um uh so denver is has been doing pretty darn good this year um but you know that's pretty you know um that's hell? not something that's Dude. not something that sorry to interrupt you this is just shocking this is just a shocking thing i found do you what? guess who it's a random person that you're not going to guess, but guess who the fifth highest rated player from a player efficiency standpoint player is in the NBA. Higher efficiency rating. Yeah. So player, I was looking at PER because uh, Dame has a really right, high right, one. Right, right. I'm trying to think. You, I, you won't guess it, I'll, but I will give you a hint and I still think you won't get it. He plays for the Boston Celtics. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to guess he's a big. Hello? I'm not going to give you any more. You just have to guess who it is. Yes. Okay. Uh, what the heck is that guy's name? You're, you probably, um, you're getting there. The Boston, Boston alone helped you. Yeah, um he's the only shocking player in the top let me just keep looking. In the top 20. I'm trying to think what the guy it's, his name is. You're he's right, like it's a, a big skinny guy. He's a skinny guy that can like shoot. 6'8, 237, plays center for the Boston Celtics, Robert Williams. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed. It was he another is, guy I was thinking of. He is fifth in the league in efficiency rating, and that is so hard for me to believe. He only plays 18 minutes a game, to be fair. But in those 18 minutes, he is one of the most efficient players in the NBA. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right below right below Zion, right above Kawhi. <laughs> I would have guessed a big though, because they get a lot of a lot of bigs get a lot of high percentage shots, you know. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. But but I I I wouldn't have guessed that guy. Um such a random person. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh Brandon Ingram way down on that list. Overrated. Or perhaps properly rated. Yeah, I think he's properly rated. Um, But look at this. Nikola Jokic or Giannis. And then I would throw Dame in there too because being a... He's the first small player to be on the list because you got Joel, Nikola, Giannis, Zion, Robert Williams, Kawhi, and then Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's a pretty good list. You know what? Now that I have a vote, now that they've given me a vote, the NBA has given me a vote. I'll uh, I'll vote for Damian Lillard this year for MVP. He's got my first place vote. Right, the NBA gave you a vote. <laughs> you don't believe that? You don't believe that, Stephen? I got I got to vote now. Let me know who you want me to vote for. Okay, no, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, well, if you do have a vote, vote for Dame Lillard. I'm going to. Uh, uh let's see. Um. What else can we talk about? I don't know what... No, like, it's... There's really... Like, as I'm looking at, like, a bunch of different statistics, it's just a weird year, is what it seems like. This is just a weird year, and that's why it feels uncomfortable watching games at times and getting bored really, really quickly because of all the blowouts and lack of comebacks as well. There aren't those... Yeah. I would be okay if it's like, all right, we're up by 20 at halftime, and then people are coming back and winning. It just seems like people give up. I don't know if... I do believe COVID is having an impact on everybody, not just basketball players, but Oh, it is. It definitely is. Man, this is this is a really sad year. Yeah. But I don't want to end know, on a don't want to end on a sad even, note, but the fact that there's even NBA basketball at all, though, is like a miracle. So yeah. well, Steven, uh anything anything else you're looking forward to before we sign off? Maybe maybe um, end on a bit of positivity instead of my Debbie Downer that I just uh, brought to the table. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what what um a couple of teams in the playoffs are gonna do. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Heat are gonna do in the playoffs because I don't think anybody wants to see the Heat in the playoffs. Um, I would I would say the New Jersey Nets probably wouldn't mind seeing them. <laughs> no, I think that he. I, all I'm saying is I think that he uh, will will make it tough on whoever they play in whatever series. They will make it a tough series. Um, that and that includes if they play the Nets. Um, uh, just because uh, I think. Like, I have no complaints about how Miami plays, you know. Um, they, they're they one of the best defensive teams in the league. Um, and they... Duncan Robinson they, and Harrow just need to play a little bit better. They're, they've had down years as well, which could be from yeah, Hero, the extended Hero, season from last year. Hero has a lot of talent, though, you know. I like, love that he is not afraid of anything. No, he's not. And I love 
that he's got all the fundamentals down and he's like a hard-nosed defensive player too, you know? And you can tell he knows how to play the game. Like, he makes the right play. He does the right thing most of the time, you know? Yeah, he does. Uh, So I really love uh, Tyler Hero uh, as a player. He's my hero. Okay. Um, And uh, uh, so that team, I'm looking forward to what they do in the playoffs. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Denver in the playoffs because I think they're a more dangerous team now. And, of course, Portland because of how great Damian Lillard is playing. Um, I'm looking forward to what they do in the postseason. You know, um, so uh, that's that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Um, and other than that, there's not really anything. Um, uh, I like how well Kevin Durant has bounced back from his injury. He well, looks easy. Exactly. He needs to, he, he really needs to bounce back though. He's hasn't played for the last month and a half. <laughs> well, but for the time he has played, he's looked like himself. Like it, it's crazy. You know, I hope whatever just happened. Wasn't serious. I, honestly, like just because I wish the the best for most people, like I hope it, I hope he's, he's good. But like, honestly, it, it doesn't impact my life. If Kevin Durant's good at basketball. Or not. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. But like, I still would like to see him do well, you know, Um, because I like seeing, I like seeing players do as well as they can do. Especially high caliber players. That's what makes the NBA great. Especially the really talented ones. You want to see them do well. Everything that they can. Um, Yeah. And so I, I think, that Kevin Durant's the way Kevin Durant has come back from his Achilles injury is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in all my time watching basketball. So, because that's an injury that basically pretty much is the kiss of death for athletes. A lot of times is get, you know, tearing their Achilles and Kevin Durant looks almost exactly the same as he did before, you know, so yeah. it's that is really impressive. Um, but yeah, those are the things I'm looking forward to. Um, it has been an underwhelming season, but I have loved uh, what Damian Lillard is doing. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, I guess everybody else I talked about, the moves I talked about, uh, you know, the players that went to different teams. Um, I love that Aaron Gordon uh, went to Denver. I think he makes them a better team. Uh, And they weren't a bad team before. Um, And, of course, Drummond going to L.A., though. Drummond going to L.A., I think, uh, was uh, the biggest thing that happened um you know with uh players going to teams and stuff you know yeah 
So awesome. Um, well, so the next time that we, call. the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Give us one more chance to change your mind.